On today's show, we discuss the Plants.com sale as it's only one hour old. We're joined by a first-time Sherpa who entered the industry only five years ago and began watching Domain Sherpa just like you. Also, we have a little bit of extra fun on this show. Sure hope you enjoy. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Review. This is a show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We'll do our usual three segments to the review, although we're considering changing it up in the future. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold, Next, we'll discuss in value an investor-submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at Namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today, we have a brand new Sherpa, Hobie Michalik. Hello, Hobie. Hey, Tess. I'm Thanks. doing good. No, I appreciate you having me. Delighted to have you. You are one of the few entrepreneurs with a degree in entrepreneurship. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it was an expensive piece of paper, but I guess ultimately it led to an enjoyable and a pretty cool career path. Well, yeah, it seems, it seems like you've really um, forged a great career in the domain market um, with domain holdings for so many years. And uh, then you, you co-founded uh, the Loomis Group a couple years ago. Um, and you used to watch Sherpa when you were just starting out. Yeah, no, I've definitely learned a lot from the show. I mean, whether it's been from the domain industry or where it's the e-commerce, I mean, just the well-rounded approach and just kind of everything the show has is really kind of really helped me to get to where I am. So it's really cool to be a part of it now. Super cool. Well, we are delighted to have you with our two fabulous faithful regulars, Shane Coldra of DSAD. Hello, Shane. Hey, Jess. I hear you've sold out of Christmas trees. Yeah, it's, it's done. That means I'm done for the winter. All I do is run and relax and put on weight and eat cookies and <laughs> work, finally get my domain portfolio back in order. It gets kind of chaotic. I just run. Travis, it drives Travis crazy. He's such an organized partner. And then I tell him what I'm doing. He's like, dude, do this. Dude. He literally emails me every day to tell me things that I should do on my own. He's like, my mother in. Drew, what's that like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're looking at the same relationship here. <laughs> and, well, some days, not lately. And Drew Rosner, thank you for joining us. How are you today? Uh, I'm good. I'm great, actually. Uh, yeah, very good today. Fantastic. Well, um, let's get started. Um, the first segment is What's New Sherpas? So we're going to share one purchase or sale you've made over the past two weeks. And we get to learn what you paid for the domain, why you thought it was a good deal, and how the negotiations progressed. Hobie, we're going to have you go last so you can check it all out. And I mean, I know you already know how it goes, but just, you know, warm up. Shane, you go first. What did you buy or sell lately? All right. Well, we had a pretty good month, but for the first time, I can't talk about a couple of them and then so I do have one, though, that I bought for the business with a plants.com sale today. 
finally I'm cool again. People know that plants can make money. I've always known that, but it was official today. Um, yeah, I was, was just, just sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but on that topic, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how much of this was for public consumption, but you had sort of referred the plants.com owner to me. And in talking with that guy, you know, he, he um, let's say, uh, rubbed me uh, the wrong way. Um, but he also, um, uh, you know, I, I was talking with Dave Evanson, who sold plants.com, you know, uh, earlier today, like an hour ago. And, you know, congratulating him on the sale and, and, and talking to him a little bit because I had discussed the, the uh, you know, we had the opportunity to broker it as well. And, you know, I was crunching the numbers and going through this thing and I was basically determined that there was just no way that this name was worth uh, what he was looking for. It. And so at the end of the day, you know, he was kind of a pain. He wanted too much money. And so I blew him off. And, um, you know, the result is that Dave Evanson sold the name for 450 grand uh, to 1-800-Flowers. And, uh, you know, it was a, I, I told Dave, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't regret it. I, I, it, was a, it was a good lesson. When you find somebody who's really passionately determined that their, their asset is worth X and you don't maybe see it, um, you know, when somebody's had the asset for 20, 30 years, you should probably listen to them. So that was my lesson that I learned today. What uh, you met was somebody that was just like you on the other side is what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's he, he knew what it was worth and he wasn't going to back down. And, yep. and that's how you would be on the other side of that transaction. Yep. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And there, there were five people in this industry that would pay that. I could have ball seed was one of them. There's a couple major players and that's it. And then he happened to hit one of them. So he had, in my opinion, five choices and he worked the five choices. So it worked out fantastic. Good. It was yeah. good for everybody. Except me and you. Yeah, for me, I, I, I couldn't monetize. I don't, to do, you know, to spend that kind of money, you have to be a hundred million dollar plus company. And, and well, there no, are, no, no, no. I'm saying, you know, if, Oh yeah, the brokering part. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. We would have brokered the sale and paid you. I all always tell people nurserymen are cheap, though, but it's cheap until they're trying to sell. When they're trying yeah. to sell, when they're buying, they are poor <laughs> farmers. That's what you're going to learn about nurserymen. They'll make fifty million a year in sales, and they'll say, "Oh, I'm just a poor farmer. Have you seen my truck?" And I went, <laughs> "Yeah, we played up really, really well." The restored '76 with the the, the polished chrome, the perfect. <laughs> Sheet metal, it's, you know, the $80,000 truck that everybody thinks is worth five grand. Exactly. My, my gra I tell the story all the time. My grandfather had a Rolls Royce and a Gullwing Mercedes in the garage. Six diesel Chevette his whole life. It's yeah. interesting. 1976. And the funny thing is it has a bumper sticker and it has, it says, I remember when gas was $1.76. And he had that on there forever. And then recently gas got down to $1.76. So. It, 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 I had read a story once, and uh, I had to confirm the validity of it, but it was back in the day, it was a, a poor farmer who had a Ferrari for his wife, and they kept burning up the clutches in it, and so the farmer replaced the clutch in the Ferrari with, like I guess, a hydrostatic from the tractor. He's like, hey, I fixed your clutch, and then he told he called up a Ferrari, and they were, he explained this to him, and Ferrari was so offended by it, and the farmer actually ended up going out and starting Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't yeah. know. That's yeah. what, no, we'll have to verify that one. Yeah. I know. I could have been completely just blowing smoke on that, but I did hear that. Actually, I heard that in an interview I, once from, some, from somebody else. But uh, I never would have recalled that, but with you saying that, I think I've heard the same story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on Snopes. Um, <laughs> when I went out to vi and visited Shane, the first thing he's like, let me show you my tractor. <laughs> hey, tractors are cool. Hell, I'll give you credit on that one. He didn't yeah, let me drive it though. They're, and they're not <laughs> cheap. Big tractors, a hundred grand. You, it's uh, yeah. yeah they're my, four more. my grandpa's got a stack. He's got a Macy Ferguson. He's got a stack liner. He's got a he's got a Kubota. He's got a John Deere and a few others. So yeah. Oh, you talk, now you're talking my oh, talking my language. People are like, oh, you should see my nine eleven. I go, let me come around the corner. I'll show you my Kubota. Right. Right. Yeah. But the difference <laughs> is your 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 tractors do work. Your cars sit there. So. Did all right, we're going back to the show. So here's my name. It's really exciting after all this. It's PondAid.com for the Pond Division. PondAid.com. And you just a buy? buy. PondAid. Yeah, if you've ever had a fish pond, you know that they get a little green. PondAid. Hmm. <laughs> Drew, you guess first. Okay, PondAid.com. I'm going to say... Um, so I think the value of the name, uh, you know, the right buyer, you know, it, it, it's a package product that somebody's going to probably, you know, they're going to make something that, you know, takes the green away from your pond and doesn't kill your fish. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm just envisioning what, what, what's that product going to be, right? And, and it's something that's going to sell for fucking, you know, $9.95 a bag. And they're going to sell a million fucking bags a year. So um, I'm gonna say the the value of the name is probably like ten grand, fifteen grand, maybe twenty. Um, but I think you know Shane likes to turn. I'm gonna say uh, four grand, three thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars. All right, three thousand eight hundred eighty-eight dollars. Hobie, are you going to guess to the nickel? Oh, no, sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This was a buy for Shane, not a sale. Yeah, the buy. Sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got to revise that. All right. I think Shane paid $700. All right. He's, he's, he's probably farmer. right on the price. <laughs> he knows I priced everything at like $3,800. <laughs> All right, Hobie, what do you think? Um, so I have to agree similar to Drew on this one. I mean, if, if you didn't have such a killer Christmas tree season, you know, I'd probably say around 2,500 on it. it. You know, especially if you got it like an auction or something like that and you were able to kind of, uh, you know, snipe it there. But, uh, I, I'd say 25, four grand, maybe is what you paid for it. You know, that's a, that's a good deal. Cause I, I also think, you know, to low five figure, I think the right buyer is probably that end user value on there. But I think, you know, you, you know the market and you know how to get things at good deals. All right, poor farmer, what'd you pay for it? Nobody bought it, $12. It went through closeouts. Oh, oh $12. I put it on the list to see if anybody buy it. And on my daily list, nobody bought it. It went to closeouts for 11 or $12. I bought it and I thought, there's some dumbasses out there. That made... It's definitely worth twelve dollars. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drew thinks it could sell for fifteen thousand. That 
I mean, big, I put it. I think I put it up at like sixty-eight hundred buy now. If if somebody wants to do it quick, but every month that goes by, I'm just going to raise it up there. Okay. Uh, it's just it's. If you out there, that's what everybody asks me for. Even if that's not the name of the project, they have you. You have any pond medicine or pond aid or pot? You know, it's it's a good brand, and, and that's the only reason I put it up there for twelve bucks. There's still some good buys out there if you know the you know certain industries. Super, super cool. I just told, I have a dear friend from China. I mean, she's lived here like 20 years, but um, her son is really into football. And last night, something came up about the gate, the Gators, and I wound up telling her the story of Gatorade. Um, maybe, Shane, you being right next to the, the University of Illinois, you could get like the chemistry department to work on a pond aid. Well, I got a, I, this reminds me of a funny story. So, so there was a guy going around treating the ponds here, including my friend's pond that I swam at every day, that had this amazing organic stuff that he put in the ponds and cleared it right up. I mean, it went from green to perfectly clear, and the fish were fine, and everybody was ecstatic. He did all the local ponds, and then all of a sudden he was arrested. He was putting herbicide, straight up herbicide, into the water to kill all the plants and selling it as organic. And I was swimming in that damn place every morning, <laughs> straight up chemicals. That's why my hair is falling out. But uh -huh. yeah, he, uh, his pond aid was just straight old herbicide that, and he just poured it right in the pond. Oh. So, wow. Yeah. Now what about yeah. pond, I assumed it's spelled A-I-D. What about A-I-D-E and what about A-D-E? Oh, I feel course, like you need to buy those too. What are you call typos. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they, to me, they'd be typos. I mean, but are you going to buy those too? No. I'll, and now that I said that, half yeah. the shipping network is going to buy them? You know, again, you can always go one off. That's the story of this whole show. If you want to, you can protect the whole world and go one off. But we'll just concentrate on the main name now and see what happens. All righty, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Why would I triple up my investment? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. All right, Mr. Rosner, what'd you buy or sell lately? Uh,. Been tough on the buy side. There's not a lot of. Uh, well, when you're selling so much, there's not time, right? It's such a pain. <laughs> it's such a pain. Um, all this money. It's such a burden. <laughs> mo money, mo problems. Dot <laughs> com. Um. All right. So. Uh, all right. We're gonna go with uh, MontegoBay.com. Oh yeah! Right on. MontegoBay.com. You bought it? Bay. Bought it. And if anyone guesses correctly, Drew is going to sing that um, Beach Boys song to you. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of what line that was in. Yeah, that is. That's the second one. All right. Hobie gets to go first. He's new. Okay. okay. That's fine. So uh, I know, because on that one, I know Jamaica.com. I feel like a few years ago, I was on Google and I just found that. Jamaica.com was listed for a lot, or the guy was asking a lot for it. So Montego Bay, that's a pretty heavy tourist community. I know that it's number one really number one tourism destination in Jamaica, okay. number one busiest airport in the Caribbean. Yeah, so I know Spirit actually has a direct line, a few other direct lines, or a few other flights have from Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and it's like a 58-minute flight. I've actually flown into there um, from there. So, I mean... That's a really good one. And geos are starting to actually take off. I saw Malibu actually had a pretty decent bid. I think Denver.com has been converted into like an e or a, uh, kind of a directories type site or e-commerce or something. And 
you know, I, I say you got it a decent deal. I think you got ten. Be paid ten grand for it. Okay, Shane, what do you think? I think it's one that probably won't be a, a geo name. I think it'll be some bikini wear or clothing line <laughs> like Panama Jack. You know, some some or something that's named like Malibu. To me, I always think of Malibu rum versus Malibu the city. So I. Um, Where Shane's priorities lie. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you know, I always think about everything in terms of alcohol names. Because if <laughs> you hear me, I say that all the time. If it's, a, if it's a good IPA beer name, it's a good brand. That's how I judge everything. Um, <laughs> in my days, a nice rum sound. Uh, I will say, man, I know Drew's been selling a lot. And I know when Drew sells a lot, he's not as tight with his money when he's buying. Doesn't mean he makes bad buys, but he might throw another 5000 in it when he normally would so I will go a little higher. I'll say uh, 17 grand. All right. Are you singing? Um, no, I'm not singing. <laughs> so uh, pay 25. And uh, I agree it's a little bit rich, but um, yeah, it's kind of a longer story behind it, but I'm not gonna, I won't get into it. But um, – <laughs> The, uh, it was a GoDaddy name. Um, it was, uh, I believe it was price, you know, it was priced considerably higher than that. Um, you mean from I, the portfolio GoDaddy owns? Yeah, name find. And, um, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a huge geo fan, but I like geos that represent places which are predominantly a tourist destination because there's money to be made. There's money to be made in hotels. There's money to be made in tours. There's money to be made in, uh, all, you know, all kinds of different facets. And I always, I think I've said it before, but I always look at these things like if, you know, if my whole world went to hell in a handbasket, can I take this name and make a business? You know, can I, can I put food on the table by putting a business on this name? And for sure I can make a business on Montego Bay. Um, so, you know, I looked at it like that. Um, I like the name a lot. It's got great search. It's competitive CPC, uh, lots of advertisers, lots of uh, uh, other websites with the Montego Bay name in it. Also an old domain. I think it was original registration in 95. And um, one of the things that I like about this particular name is that this was part of Kevin Ham's portfolio that sold mm. to GoDaddy. And, uh, okay. um, you know, Kevin was pressing this name probably in the, you know, let's say minimum, minimum was probably 300 and it was probably more like 500 plus. Um, and so, you know, you've got what I like to say pent up demand. You've got people who, you know, probably inquired on this name uh, over many years that were told, oh, it's a million dollars. Oh, you know, there's no price. Uh, or it's not for sale, or make an offer, and um, you know they were basically rebutted, and um, you know now they've got somebody who uh, can split the middle. He's ready to make a deal. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see. Good job. Goodbye. All right, Hobie. I I looked on Wikipedia, and I think your story is true. Um, about Mr. Ferrari and Lamborghini. Um, <laughs> All right. In general, uh, uh, 
Ferruccio, Ferruccio Lamborghini was an yeah. entrepreneur. He was in boats and different stuff. And he had complaints about Lamborghini's service and clutches. Ferrari. Did I get that backwards? Was it, was it Ferrari was around before Lamborghini? No, no, no. Lamborghini came afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Lamborghini is number – they're alphabetical. Um, <laughs> so um, Lamborghini had trouble with Ferrari's service and clutches, and they wouldn't listen to him, so he went and did his own. Oh, right. Okay. Interesting. Sorry. True story. All right, Hobie. <laughs> um, What'd you buy or sell lately? So uh, I can talk more about from the brokering aspect of it. I was going to mention, I was going to talk about valley.com, but I can't really mention the price on that one. So I'll go with one um, that I did recently broker and it just closed out yesterday was remoteceos.com. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, first of all, valley.com. Congratulations. Uh, no, thank you. Um, remote CEOs dot com hmm. yeah it's a brandable I, I assume you sold that as a sell as a broker seller no so i represented a buyer on that one ah ah that's the other side mm -hmm. interesting okay okay drew you're my remote ceo <laughs> you go first um i'm gonna say 10 grand. Okay. Shane? Man, you know, it all depends on who owned it. Because if a guy that just owns a big portfolio, and uh, I think he'd be happy to well, have. Well, on the flip side, you know, you could say the saying, it all depends on. No, no, no. That, you could say that about anything. I mean, you could say <laughs> that about, you know, your mailbox. Um, <laughs> it just depends on the day. Um, to me, it's a good name, and I get the I get the, exactly what it's going to do. Um, get the advice of a CEO that's willing to pay for his time. So I think the concept's fantastic. But on the buy side, I would think that uh, I would think seventy five hundred would get that done. That'd be mine. Okay. So yeah, it's a brandable. You know, it could be a dollar, it could be a million dollars, depending, like you said, on who owns it. That one went for five grand. Yeah, five yeah. grand. Yeah, that's that's a. Sounds like a fair, reasonable price. Yep. Uh, yeah. And there's going to be a business built on it, undoubtedly. Or at least no. the plan is. We've all had those plans going in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the buyer actually does a lot of remote work, and she does, like, kind of the uh, the remote education and things like that. So it's I, I think she's definitely going to build it out. It's not, I don't think it's going to be one of those things you're going to sit for 10 years and then nothing happens with it. And how yeah. did the negotiations proceed? I mean, you know, it's you talk to the buyer, get an idea and understanding what their budget is on it, and then set up communication with the seller. I mean, when it comes to any negotiation, you have to have communication. Because without communication, it's like you might as well be negotiating with a brick wall. You know, it's just, just nothing's going to happen. So, and was the of, seller ready to sell, willing to sell? Yeah, cool. Because the seller originally was kind of in the situation, like, well, I, I have plans for it. You know, that was kind of, I wanted to do something with the domain name, but then he ultimately just, it just didn't happen. I mean, you know, he had the social media handles and everything like that with it and was, I guess did had done something for, you know, I guess at the interest stages, but never actually to the point where it had taken off as a business and it just kind of sat by the wayside. Yeah, sometimes it's hard for a it's, seller to let go of the name. Remote yeah. CEOs, the plural.com. That's the one you mm -hmm. sold, right? Yes, sir. So that's got like a landing page on it, mm -hmm. but the logo says remote CEO singular, 
and then you go to remote CEO singular and it's a GoDaddy, you know, dead page. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I don't know if they've updated it. That will be updated. Yeah, no, that no, the, the landing page that was the one that was already on it when uh, when we had acquired it on behalf of the buyer. Ah, okay. So, yeah, they haven't updated it. So then he must own both. He must own the plural and the singular. Uh, let me check Who into that. Seller was. Yeah, I mean they were only interested in the plural. Huh. Um, yeah. So Hobie, I'm interested in Valley.com. What can you discuss? <laughs> I can tell you their offer started at $5,000 and I called them uh, one to three times a week for an entire year until they got up to the six figures to actually acquire it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And like that was, that kind of goes around what we were saying before. I mean, there's a certain level where you can just call people and it's like, you're, you're beating a dead horse. But on this one, it was, they were interested. They had offered 5,000 and you know, I had communicated back like that's just not enough. And then, you know, that was pretty much actually even back up. I had reached out to them. And then they submitted an inquiry on the landing page. So I had reached out to a different person. I guess they had forwarded me along with somebody else. And then I guess they wanted to make sure I was representing it or something. And then they had reached out to the landing page, which was ours on the domain name. It doesn't make sense because my face was on it. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they had offered $5,000 saying that wasn't enough. But on this one, you know, I'm going to attribute it to top of mind awareness. You know, I think it changes has happened on there. And I think the majority shake. Uh, stake in their company had been bought out by somebody else. So there was a capital injection in the company and this maybe was one of the line items that kind of was always there. And so the moment, you know, I had called and like, it was again, I didn't just leave it at emails because emails can be marked as spam. Emails are very easy to be ignored and yeah. just disregarded. I left voicemails and you know, I, I've had voicemails too where somebody calls me for them, somebody I inquired on a year ago and I'm sitting there next to my partner, you know, and the company and you know, they're like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's regarding this thing. So the topic comes up, it's brought up, and eventually it comes to fruition. That's super cool. And I know it works on both sides. I mean, Everything. We had some land where that where we put an offer into some land that we were interested in. It was owned by a big conglomerate. And they're just like, no, we're not interested. And we said, well, here's the offer. Well, that mm -hmm. company got bought out three and four times, and then somebody's looking through some email one time and said, <laughs> We got some offer on some land we own in the middle part of the United States. We should mm -hmm. check in it, and they sold it to us, and they sold it to us for four grand instead of twelve grand an acre going rate because they, <laughs> the new yeah. company like we don't have any interest, you know, yeah. in this kind of state. So putting out an offer and making sure it's sitting in front of somebody's face uh, yeah. comes sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and Drew, you were saying timing is everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had six figure deals on mistypes of domain names and then the seller just sits there and you know wants hundreds and thousands of dollars more because of i guess the allocation of capital between partners and then reality that they're getting a seller price on the domain name and then ultimately the buyer comes back and says all right we were offering 300 grand on this misspelling it was great but like i can't justify more and they're like well we'll give you 10 grand now and the seller's got that number stuck in their head and it's just like well that was this point three three and a half years ago it's not valid anymore yeah yeah sometimes you get the best offer of your life and yeah. it, you pass um yeah. and we find a lot of sellers don't understand that now with valley.com hobie um tell me about your i mean one email i mean one voicemail a week for about 52 weeks you mm -hmm. you saying the same thing you're getting creative i really admire and appreciate um alan hack um hi alan and, um, and he talks, um, he's talked, I know, 
personally to me about different voice. He does, you know, ongoing voicemails as necessary. And he'll just, or with the secretary who won't let him through and mm -hmm. say, hey, you know, how was your weekend? And, yeah. You know, yeah. Tell me how you keep it interesting over a year of voicemails. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is just making sure that you do leave some kind of notification on us what's being talked about. If it's a secretary, like you have to be personal because a gatekeeper will shut you down like it's their job because it is. You know? I mean, it's, it doesn't matter if you're selling, if, if you're talking to them about something that could radically change the course of their company, you know, it's, that's not usually a decision they make. Um, so it's you being personal with a secretary is great. In this case, I was able to get the person's direct number which is always ideal. I mean, if you can get someone's cell phone, you know, something that they're holding in their hand every day, you know, that's going to be the ideal situation, but those numbers aren't always readily available. And some, you got to feel it out too. Some people like when five o'clock rolls around and that's it. If you call them after that, they will completely shut you down. So typically you want to start with kind of the, the office line, at least at first, unless they tell you to contact them on the, their cell. Um, but you know, just leaving voicemail in this case, they wouldn't even talk to me. So it wasn't even so much that, Hey, we're not interested. It was just, Hey, it's Hobie again. You know, how was your Thanksgiving? Hey, Christmas recently, like our things, like I'm here again, valley.com. I haven't heard back on this, you know, let me know, you know, and just, you just gotta keep going from there. I mean, the one thing too, is you just have to be being consistent. I mean, if, if the buyer on this one was, you know, perhaps a, a $1 million company, you know, 1 million revenue a year. I probably wouldn't have been as persistent on it, but I just I knew it made sense. I knew that if it's something they had, they bit down and wanted to buy, they had the capacity to do it. So, you know, that really kind of motivated me. And it's also don't lose motivation. Don't lose hope on something. Cause when a lot of people, they get hit with a no, in this case, $5,000 <laughs> could have been received as, Hey, you know, we don't want it. You know, you just don't lose, don't lose momentum. Don't lose steam because, what you don't want to happen is come back and say, oh, you know, your dominion is worth $10,000 because that's the only offer we got. It's like, well, you know, no, it's timing is kind of everything on this. So it's just be persistent, you know, politely persistent, but make sure you're always available and you're always ready to jump on the opportunity. Yeah, yep. good one. Now, how do you know that doesn't devalue the name like, hi, it's been a year and we still haven't, you know, solved this. Well, um, how do you balance that? And well, one of the best. You're welcome to jump in, but go ahead. Yeah. You start, Hobie. Well, yeah, one of the best things you can do is actually have offers from other parties. You know, I mean, clearly that's what everybody wants. But when you have, you know, when somebody doesn't make an offer in the range that makes sense, sometimes the price, you know, maybe doesn't make sense based off what prior expectations were. But getting an offer, and I, I had had six figure offers and payment plan forms from other buyers. You know, the the reason I actually had reached out. To, or the reason I actually got that demand or contract is because I originally represented a buyer. Now I confirmed with that buyer, I, was, I actually helped them get a different, it was threeletter.com instead because they didn't want to proceed with you know, uh, purchase in the range that made sense on that and they made for the seller to consider. And you know, ultimately I confirmed them like, listen, he had asked me if I wanted to market this demand for sale. Is that okay with you? you know, we've got something else. Buyer was like, hey, you know, I appreciate you asking me. We have absolutely no problem with that. So I had already had the moment in this circumstance. I already knew that it was, a, I mean, a six figure name because it, it's valley.com. It's a single word, it's generic. But I had represented a buyer with six figure interest in it. So I was able to see that, that side of it. Um, and even when I started marketing it for sale, I had, you know, six figure offers in a payment plan form from someone else. You know, I had other offers in another capacity here, you know, in other forms. You know, I had like several 50K offers on it from, you know, end users, and that wasn't enough on it. But it just, 
show that, oh, we don't really want it, we'll give you 50K. I mean, I don't spend 500. Were you, were you conveying, we've received other offers? No, no, because the thing is, we, we, you don't want somebody just to shut you down. Like, well, we never pay that. When in reality, a year from now, they might. You know, you also don't want to kind of set, uh, you don't want to set a benchmark. Whether it's a high one or a low one, you just don't want to set that. You want to kind of leave it up to their interpretation. So on this one, it was just, hey, it's me again on Valley. You know, I haven't heard back from you. Because they had offered five. I said, you know, let me know once you, we, the way we left off was, let me know once you spoke with your team, what your thoughts are. You know, because I, I had talked to him on the phone and he conveyed that and he sent an email. I was like, that's not off. He's like, oh, I'll speak to my team. And there was no communication. It wasn't, hey, we're not interested, leave us alone until uh, I think it was actually a bit into it. And it said, hey, I had spoken with them, I think a four or five, like a few months into it. He said, we're not interested in this. And I was like, well, you know, I think this, this makes sense for you. And then we kept going from there. But I mean, you can, you can devalue a name when it's, you know, I would say when it's a hyper brand, the market is so hyper specific and a buyer knows I'm the only buyer for that. And it's unlikely that somebody else could ever be involved in that. You know, you, you can, you gotta be careful of it. Valley, it's, it's so generic, you know, and there's so many types of brands and organizations on it and making use of it. There's Silicon Valley, there's Valley in the Northeast, there's Valleys all over the world who prefer to their areas. And these buyers had already expressed an interest. Correct. So, so all these, all of these kind of culminated to it a little differently than someone who'd never expressed any interest, and in you're just a stalker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Drew, did you want to add anything to that? Or are you good? No, I'm good. I agree. Okay, this was a, a, um, a fun uh, first segment. Thank you, Sherpas. Um, let's take a break. I'll tell you for a moment about a sponsor for today's show who supports us in our mission to educate people in the domain name industry. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right, in the Domain Portfolio Review, we take user-submitted domain name portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback to the owners so they can either cut their losses, continue to hold them long-term, or figure out a sales strategy going forward. We have a good portfolio today sent over from Jason Eisler, owner and founder of dnadvisor.com. Uh, he was recently hired as the director of sales for .club domains. Um, his list is from his personal marketplace, The Domain Baron. Um, hi, Jason. Thank you so much for sending these over. Um, it's a nice list. He uh, threw in a couple non-dot-coms just in case you wanted to see those two. couple uh, weed domains uh, for you, Drew. And uh, we made sure, oh, in the Namejet list, Shane, that there are some vegan names just right. for you, yes. if you love them. Hobie, I don't know what you're into yet, but we'll find out. <laughs> Off-roading. <laughs> All right. Uh, no off-roading names here unless uh, CaliforniaWood.com counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, what do you guys think? Hobie, you're up first. What um what what stands out to you on this list? So, of all the names, the one you know, I looked them over pretty closely, and the one that just jumps off at me as a brand, and the majority of what we sell are brands. I like HormoneLabs.com again. You know, I, I think that one of the ones I've seen there, it's the one that just most uh, harmoniously kind of on the of the entire list just kind of jumps off and says, you know, this is a brand I can see. Oh yeah, Hormone Labs it makes sense to me. That's a brand. Nice. 
All right. Any, any other ones you want to comment on? Um, no, I mean, the other ones, cannabis ones are interesting. I mean, it's, the mains, I would, I've sometimes said that maybe I wouldn't see the value in somebody turns around and buys them for tens of thousands of dollars. So, I mean, it's that, that's a field that I'm not the expertise on. I've got other team members who are, but no, nah, not really. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much, Hobie. Um, who's next? Shane, what are your thoughts? Well, it's much better than we've had in a long time. So that's the first thing I said is I, I, I'm glad that lists are coming in stronger. So uh, it's nice to be able to just not punish the person that came in and tell them how bad they are at this this industry. And that you can start over and tell them that Josh in three minutes can make a better portfolio than they did in three years. So that's it's a, a welcome new uh, new list. I think there's some good ones in here. Uh, the first ones I dismiss, I'm not a big fan of where a build out is it's really it's opportunity to become a decent name. So uh, the dispensary names, um, I don't I don't really see a lot of value in those. So those are something that I just don't like when you have to build it out. AI discounts, I'm sure it's fine, but it's going to be a site. And I guess they all are eventually, but you know what I'm saying? They're just the name on its own to, to have the real value if the build outs it. Uh, I do like, uh, I did like hormone labs cause I mean, hormone therapy for male and female is just a billion dollar business and it's getting more and more people are doing whatever they can to stay younger or level if it's women. My, my wife will kill me, but man, if you want a heater, I could just plug that in next door. She's wearing a king size bed and I can feel the furnace burning over there. So I don't know if that changes it with hormones, but something is changing in there. I know that's a big deal for, for women. Uh, I love I love a couple of the brands down there, like the clan. The clan has so many uses, whether it's a, a video gaming name, uh, clothing line. It just the clans are really, you know, Michael Birkins made a good living. You, you must be out of your mind. I know who the real clan is. <laughs> You've got to be out of your mind. No business on earth is going oh, the to go. <laughs> He's going to go out on a limb. I swear on my life. I swear on my life. I did not think of the clue. Let's cancel that whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I didn't think about that one at all. No, yeah, that's, yeah, I know. I swear to you. Nah, yeah, no way. Yeah. On my life. I did, that's with not. the letter C. This is the clan with a C. It and there's doesn't a matter. Video game yeah, yeah no, you, you guys are right. No way. if it was the clan with a Q. Yeah. I'm just saying this for the people listening. So that listeners know, he's thinking Clash of Clans, the video, I, the, the Yeah, no, I'm thinking thing. a group of people getting together. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll back you on that. I was thinking of like the video game because like they, they call like themselves like clans, like the, in video games, yeah. like Warcraft yeah, and stuff. But it's all C's. You um, can but tell it's still, not, uh, that was yeah. at no point did that cross, and now there's no point where I can't think of it. So it's off. The oh, no, you can't. You made, you know. I'd be the guy that started the whole business model and put it out there, and then they said. Are you kidding me? Man, let me tell you something. I sold white.com for about a quarter of what it should have sold for yeah. only because I was getting death threats and people emailing wow. saying, white.com, you're fucking white supremacist. Like, I mean, horrible stuff. Yeah. Like legitimate no, that's, emails that's, telling me they're going to track me down and kill me. Um, absolutely a very, a and very good point. You can't, you, you just can't, you can't fuck with that. So, no. you, you know, that, that, that name is a liability. It's not an asset. Yep. I, I'm going to have to say the exact same thing. You have to. 
<laughs> Some, hopefully he'll sell it to someone that, that misses it just like I did. That's his only choice. Uh, and I think Fresh Funding was probably my favorite name on there. Just, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, I think funding probably lends itself more towards, a, a, you know, a startup or something, but funding could still be like title loans. It just would sounds a lot better. Instead of calling it title loans, you call it Fresh Funding. <laughs> So those are some names I like. Uh, you know, I've said it before. I'm not, I'm not a huge. I know he represents club. I'm not a huge of the club because baconclub.com to me is going to steal a lot of traffic from bacon.club. But I get it and I understand why people go that. So that's a, that's a different show. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of the NYC and the dot clubs. And, but it's only because I think that you should always go for the dot coms if you can. And that's an alternative. So uh, I think we promote the the dot com if you, if you can do it and that's really the ones i see there fishing hook if it was fish hook it would be uh probably a six-figure domain name it's a huge name but fishing hook just throws it off a little bit but i'll leave the rest for and i like california wood but i don't know what you'd use it for unless you use it for flooring so, very nice right, well drew. thank you thank you drew what are your thoughts so um uh, you know, definitely a better list than normal. Um, you know, there's not a lot of outliers here for me that I say, you know, oh, that's a, you know, uh, a sure bet. Um, but there's a lot of sort of middle of the road names that are certainly worth keeping that I think, you know, with time will, will, will sell in the, you know, in the four figure range. Um, the one name that I think stands out to me at least is uh, biometric ID. Um, we just sold a name, a, a brandable, nothing, it had no, you know, there was nothing generic about it. Well, sorry, it, it was a generic name, but the name itself doesn't have anything to do with bi biometrics. Um, it was just a one word.com that'll be used as a brand for a company which does biometric payments and they paid a lot of money for the domain and, um, it, uh, you know, that, that's just in, in speaking with them a little bit, that, that's a very hot field that's, uh, that's developing. And so um, um, basically all methods of identification that don't require you giving out any personal information is a hot sector. Um, and biometrics is, is, you know, one of the, one of the front runners. So um, a biometric ID, I think it's actually, I think that's a great name. Um, and I'd probably hang on to that for a while. Um, some, that, that name will sell, uh, you know, who knows what for, but you know, probably 10, 15, 25, you know, at some point in the next 10 years, that name sells. Um, uh, you know, uh, I also, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The other two that I really liked were the one Shane said, Fresh funding, you know, it's what do you call that when the words it's they like mm -hmm. uh, oh onomatopoeia onomatopoeia yeah. no, onomatopoeia is like splash something yeah. that sounds like what it does alliteration. Okay, so fresh funding is a great brand. It's just like boom, you know, and 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 it's like you know, you're fucking somebody with a smile on your face. It's like. <laughs> You know, I'm going to charge you 18% interest on this, you know, payday loan that I'm going to give you. I think but that's a slogan. While I do it, <laughs> you know, and, and so it, that makes it all better. 
and, and that's what Fresh Funding does. So I love that name. I think that's actually a great name. And then um, safevape.com. I actually really like that name. I don't think it has a lot of value right now. It probably will never have like a lot of value, but it's one of the names that I think it will sell. Like probably not going to sell for a lot of money, but it will sell. And I believe that because vaping is the fastest growing segment of the entire cannabis market. Vaping is the fastest growing segment of the entire tobacco market. And um, <laughs> those are two very big markets. And uh, both of them have safety issues, right? So we're finding out that these liquids that everybody, you know, the, the liquids that the, 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 the cannabis oils are suspended in, the liquids that the, um, the uh, nicotine liquid is, is suspended in, um, there's two or three different liquids that they use, and they're really bad for you. And so um, I think you're going to find you know, a lot of marketing pressure on promoting safe vaping. So safe vape to me is about as good of a You better be safe can. though, because if you're not, you're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah, 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 you better be. It's like safe dynamite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that, those, are, those are my picks. But you know, you got three names on here that I, I think are, um, you know, pretty solid. Um, How about the Swisher suite of blunts, Bluntberry? <laughs> I mean, I think Berry Blunt would be great, but I bear, Blunt Berry, I don't know. It sounds yeah. like, it sounds, like Blunt Berry sounds like, you know. A cereal. Like the little thing that's <laughs> left at the end of the Blunt <laughs> You know, it's like. There are a lot of cereal. Captain like Crunch. A blunt Wait a berry, minute, we might be on to something. The, a Blunt Berry is like the, the equivalent of like a roach on a, on a joint. Yeah. Or just a blueberry with uh, oil in it or, you know, like, uh, edible. <laughs> Edible fruit. Oh, do you ever get a blunt berry? Oh, blunt berry. A whole berry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and then, you know, there's a lot of names that are like they want to be good, but aren't. You know, like <laughs> blunt berry is one. It's like the wrong word order. Uh, careers 420, not good, but 420 careers would be great. Um, but at least this week they have a chance of selling. That's the difference. There's a chance in all these. Well, most yeah, yeah, I think so. And I, I got to say though, I was surprised you didn't like Bacon Club. Uh, club I grass, you know, if it was Grass Club, I'd say great. Yeah, uh, I think we own Grass Dot Club actually. Yeah, I like it. All right, well, Jason, thank you so much for submitting these domains. Um, hope the review has been helpful to you in your domain investing activities, and I know that we'll keep in touch. Before we jump into the domains going to auction soon, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor who supports us in our educational mission. We'll move on to the marketplace list now. This segment is sponsored by Namejet. We're reviewing domain names heading to auction soon. If you like one of the names below, click through soon, because once they go to auction, lose your chance to put in the minimum bid or even just to watch what's going on. Uh, let's see here. We have 17 domains, 15.com, 2.org. Drew, you are up first. What are your thoughts on these names here? Um, okay, so um, I like extension.com. 
because of life extension. So longevity and research into life extension is a very big field right now. Basically every billionaire in Silicon Valley is pumping millions of dollars into longevity and life extension uh, research and uh, various startups that promote that. So I think extension.com is uh, about as great a name as you're gonna get in that vertical. So I like that name a lot. Um, I think that's a very valuable name. Um, and depending on what the reserve is, I probably will be bidding on it. Um, uh, what else did I like? I like lex.org. Um, you know, I don't know what the value is, but it's probably, you know, 5, 10, 12, 15. Now that uh, made me think of like books and reading and publishing. Yeah, is exactly. Lexicon, Lexology, um, you know, but it's also a name like Lex Luthor. <laughs> and, you know anybody else named Lex besides Lex Luthor? Ah, <laughs> no, but do you need to? Hey, uh, your son, you wanted him to have certain initials. You could have named him Lex. Or Al he could do Alex is a, I guess acronym or short for Lex or Lex short for Alex. Okay, sorry. I like I like lifeblood.com a lot. I think that that's a great name. I think that's actually probably I mean, it's definitely not the most valuable name. Extension is way more valuable. But it's the name that just strikes a chord with me. Um I really really like Lifeblood. I think Lifeblood is a just phenomenal brand. Um with many different applications, you know, people say like, you know, the lifeblood of the industry is X or, um, you know, she's the lifeblood of the family or, you know, whatever it's, it's, it's like the, 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 uh, linchpin. So um, extension.com and lifeblood.com, if they sold to end users, what do you think would be a fair market value in today's domain? Well, extension.com, I think, you know, is 250 to 500. Um, and uh, I think uh, Lifeblood is, you know, 25 to 50 probably. Okay. To an end user. Yeah. So probably 10% of the other one. Good to hear. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll leave the rest for... Uh, for uh, the other guys, but there's, you know, there are, there are, there's a bunch of names in here. I like, I like a lot of names. Um, yeah, it's I like a good a, I, yeah, really, I like a lot of names on this list. I, I pretty much, let's say, let's say this. I think, uh, I don't think there's any names I wouldn't buy on this list. I think the only name that I'd be a bit critical on is sedan.com. I just don't. I don't know who the buyer is for sedan.com, you know? Um, I, I could potentially see like one of the big auto blogs, you know, trying to, you know, sedan is one of the most, you know, uh, popular classes of cars and maybe they want to dominate that category for, you know, sedan reviews, but I doubt it, you know? Um, I, I, I know the automakers, none of them would ever buy that name. Um, so I, I think relative to what the name would probably sell for, um, I think that's, you know, that's what I would call a hot potato name. I think it's a name that will just keep getting passed around among investors and it's never going to sell to an end user. 
All right, hot potato, I like it. Uh, Hobie, what, what catches your eye from an invest? So we're talking about this from an investor perspective. So okay. other people who are watching the show who are trying to figure out what they want to invest in, how would they look at, analyze this list and, and think this domain is for me? Okay. So, I mean, I, as I said earlier, I mean, what we really sell are just brands. And so I actually like teenpreneur.com a lot, just based off kind of the, the buyers that I've been speaking with, you know, I think that brandable is just like, it's a dead ringer for the right, you know, someone who's looking to do like a remote CEO or like in that kind of genre, you know, they want to help teen entrepreneurs or, you know, just kind of edge the education process there. Um, I don't normally like, you know, the my prefix on domain names, but myvision.com, I actually like that one a lot. You know, I, I think that one, even as it is now in today's market, I think there are a lot of buyers. I think that one has a very, it's very, uh, I think to a consumer, you know, I could go to myvision.com and buy contacts to buy glasses, you know, whether I'm 18 years old or I'm 80, you know, I, I think that's, that one still makes sense in today's market. Um, whereas other mys, oftentimes just, you know, maybe a little more antiquated um, extension. I do like that one. You know, obviously it's a single word. It's a .com. And, you know, if you're looking from an investment standpoint, I mean, you're going to, your safe is better usually along the categories of those single words. Um, but yeah, I mean, my favorite domains have for a long time been brands. I mean, you have a lot of, you have a lot of ups and downs. You have a lot of trends, things that were valuable in 2008 or not valuable today, but was very consistent. Whether it's GTLD or it's .com, it's just brands are buying their domains. And you look at domains from 1986, they were brands. They were the first, there were no, there was no website until 92. You know, I think when Tim Berners-Lee launched, uh, I think CERN's website 92, but the domains that were registered were brands. So it's, that's usually the, the best bet, you know. That's so true. No? Most of the, I, I think the majority of the names registered in like prior to 89, most of them were acronyms. Well, that, but were they not brands? So you have like acronyms for a brand, but right? The companies were acronymed, named mostly, right? That's also true. Like, yeah, That's so it's brand. Yeah, IBM.com, you know, things like that. I'm saying, well, but, yeah. it was, you had like DEC, you had uh, KSR, you had, um, uh, I don't know, I think like. 40 of the top of the first hundred names, I think are, are, are acronyms. But that's how come, you know, and a lot of companies were named were acronyms just yeah, because, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like but 3M, it, people don't know 3M was Minnesota mining and mineral, but nobody wanted it. Right. So they just became 3M, but everybody okay. knows 3M. Interesting. Yeah. Tess, mental note. I think we should do a, a domain Sherpa. Like at the end of every year, we should do like a domain or at the end of every quarter, we should do a domain Sherpa trivia. You know, pulling out all these little factoids that we all yes! throw out. You've got this. I want to do, do a Jeopardy show. Yeah, I don't know how we format this, but, you know, it's like <laughs> this show alone. We've got who knew that 3M was Minnesota mining and Well, I'll tell you mineral. the story behind it. When I was a who, trader. Who knew that? Who knew it. that? Hold on. Who knew that, uh, uh, you know, the founder of Lamborghini didn't like <laughs> that? You know? Not yeah. a bad driving clutch wife. Yeah, <laughs> His, the wife was not listed for, for, for all the women out there. I just want you to know, <laughs> Wikipedia did not mention her as the problem. What, what's funnier <laughs> is that today it's the opposite. It's a lot easier to drive a Ferrari than it is a Lamborghini. Yeah, they're, they're much more sensitive. Yeah. 
It's so you funny. Drew, Drew and I, you know, we neither one of us really have wants when it comes to cars. But I was like, what would you buy? And he said, he named the car. And I go, that's exactly the car that I'd buy. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to say that. Two guys that don't have any interest in buying a sports car name the exact one car in the world that we both buy. What yep. is it? What is it? It's a 911 Targa uh, Porsche. Okay. Just a nice Targa everyday S. driver. You know, your typical $187,000 everyday driver. I mean, common <laughs> drives. I've been eyeing a Land Rover lately. I mean, I love, I love the 90s. Uh, I think it's the D110 or it's the four-seater. I'm just uh, – I've seen – I mean, it goes along with off-roading, but I would, it would never, it would only ever see pavement, but ah, I love them Have you so ever much. Got to, not to get too far off here, but bringatrailer.com can tell you the trends of all the cars. And right now the hottest cars are the sport utilities from the nineties are the, yeah. huh. and the Broncos and the Range Rovers, okay. DJs and all that. So like domains, cars come back into fashion and change consistently. Yep. Okay. Yep. But Jeep, it's Wagoneers. Jeep Wagoneers are making a big comeback, too. Oh, I, yeah. I see those. My buddy just so nice an absolutely beautiful 1989, I think, 88 yeah. or 89, Wagoneer uh, um, Chief. Yeah. Man, is that thing beautiful. It's absolutely so funny how this all comes around. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my right, favorite girl just name. asked me to buy him a two-seater Stingray, and he told me <laughs> I, have, I have three kids going to school seven minutes away, and he's yeah. like, Mom, I'll drive everybody to school for you, and I'm like, it's a two-seater. I mean, as if that's the problem. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, look, Ma, she's just six years old. I'll put her up in, in, the, like, in the back. There's yeah, like yeah. A, like a rack in the inside in yeah. the back. Like that's how I went. My dad. That's how we did. I I'm telling the complete truth. My dad put my mom in the front seat and shoved us in the back. <laughs> no seat I'm just saying it wasn't a stingray. <laughs> it was a stingray. It was a 1973 oh. Corvette stingray. We that's how I went everywhere, laying down in the luggage rack in the back of that car. <laughs> Seatbelts were an option. That's cool. In the 70s. No kidding. Yeah. Well, I will tell Tom. I will give him some hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think laws have changed a little, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, beyond laws, mama's not buying a stingray. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay. What is left? Right. Shane, what do you like? Well, of course, I love the vegan names. You know me. Um, there's money in vegan. You know, we get kid ever since Siger and Drew and I always used to joke about the vegan names that they they always sell. I mean, at auction, third party, the vegan market's huge, and vegan market is is a fantastic vegan name. I mean, what a great name! You know, there's a restaurant or a supermarket that's named for that. That'll that'll kill in California. And vegan kids, whether you agree with it or not, I don't. But there's people that you know when passion is involved and money is involved, that's where the most money comes, the best best price comes in. And vegans are passionate. They're and their kids are vegan too. Um, and I think that name will do just fine. There's not a name on here that I don't like. I will say. So I'm a big Hawaii fan. Um, but I will, I will tell you that everybody outside of Hawaii struggles with the word Hawaiian. They, they think they know how to spell it, and they start typing it out, and they forget how many A's and I's and where they go. Um, instead of buying Hawaii.com or something along those lines, I went with the BigIsland.com for that exact reason. The Big Island is the island of Hawaii, 
Um, but the Big Island is what everybody calls it because it gets confusing as far as the uh, as far as the uh, state. Uh, the other one, I love Lifeblood. The first thing that came to mind was cord banking, stem cells. Lifeblood, what an ideal name for that market. I, I don't think it's taken off nearly as fast as I thought, but I think stem cells are the future of medicine, and I think cord banking is a huge part of it too. It's just not really gone quite as fast as I'd like it to because I do think it's a miracle on how well it works, but that's, a whole, that's another story too. Um, but I like meat. Go ahead. Well, you know, Lifeblood and Vegan Kids, they both leave room for expansion, that it's not just a cord something, it's all Lifeblood. So it can be cord banking, stem cell, and it can keep growing. I think r leaving room for expansion or pivoting is really um, adds so much value to, to a domain. And Vegan Kids doesn't just have to be food. You know, your clothing, toys, shampoo, every kid product, on the market that's yeah, vegan's a lifestyle it's not just not eating meat it's uh it is definitely a lifestyle you and, and you picture in your mind when you picture a vegan you've already got them in a certain outfit and what they look like and they're you mm -hmm. know there's it's all different kind of things so I, yeah i again when it when there's passion involved in a lifestyle that's that's where you want to be because those people will pay more money than your average i like how you break it down with the passion um i should i should yeah. make that a video clip <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've said this 500 times. You, the two things you want to be in is pain and love. Those are the two. <laughs> you get those things involved, no, money is no object, and, and passion is one of them. When people get passionate, when, you, uh, when things get away from you, you do things you normally wouldn't, and that means spending a lot more on a domain name than you should, which we love. Yeah. Well, speaking uh, of that, I liked romance.nyc going back to Jason's list. Um, I thought out of all the NYCs, like pizza.nyc, really, um, you can find a pizza every time you blink. But um, romance.nyc, if you're planning a trip, great for tourism. I, yeah. I like it. Anyway. And in this list, there's, I think, every single one. Um, you know, I like those. The guys, I, I won't beat the other ones. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Extension's amazing. Uh, Destruct has some fun to it. To me, it sounds clothing. But um, the one that's interesting is nice try. I don't know what you do with it, but you absolutely remember it. I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't talk about that name because I really, really, <laughs> really like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was mean, surprised you didn't talk about it because yeah. you have a lot to say about phrases. Yeah, uh, I, like, I like nice try a lot. Yeah, it's just, you know, I can't pinpoint what it is, just, but it doesn't matter. It's just matter. got that ring that makes you tickle. Yeah, nice try. You know, they're just—it's a fun name that I think. Um, yeah, that I think's great. And I'll be interested to see what crypto developer goes for because we know that market's falling apart pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that really uh, goes for anything if it retains a price. But and I don't like Teenpreneur. I know Ganjapreneur is your. I just—that's a tough name for me. I know I'm not the smartest fellow in the book, but I struggle with the preneur names, especially when you make something in front of it. I got the ganja part, but it's I'm. I never go to Google and look up something and then go from there. It drives me crazy because my wife. I could tell her ESPN, and she'll go to freaking Google first, type in <laughs> and then click on it. But Ganjapreneur is the only site that I go to because I, I never get it right. So I just type in <laughs> Ganjapra and then click on it and go and see what's going on there. So those names for me are tough. I pretend that everybody's dumber than me, and I'm right in the middle, I feel, when it comes to spelling. 
but a good, really good list. You can't go wrong with any of these things. Yeah, it is. It is a really good list. And destruct.com deserves one more iota of attention. I liked what you said. They're a clothing brand. Um, I, I think there are a lot of brands that, that can I keep thinking of deconstructed cocktails when I, when I say that because deconstruct in the food industry, like deconstruction is like, you have renovations at home, but deconstruction like in the hospitality industry. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot of potential there. So um, you might be bidding on some of these names um, and it'll be interesting to watch and see what they go for and what they become. I think a lot of these will probably get into the hands of end users within the next couple of years. Yeah, Elon Musk is going to buy tunnels. I, I guarantee <laughs> tunnels goes to Elon when it's all said and done for his uh, boring company. What a perfect name for him. Except Maybe. He really likes the name boring. He yeah, really, no, no, he's not going to change the name, but he, he really likes the fact that that company is. It, it's just, yeah, I've got it's, the hat. Did you end up getting a hat when he sold the hats? No. I know he. I got a, I got a boring company hat. He did that, that limited run. I didn't get you a flamethrower. Flame 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 why, why did you get a flamethrower? Yeah, I don't, the flamethrower, that's a little uh, a little much for. Like, it wouldn't be fun to start Christmas trees. Nobody used for it, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, I'm sure I could figure out a way for it. I use, I use a hand blowtorch constantly to light the. Oh, there you go. <laughs> If 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 he he wouldn't allow shipping outside the United States, otherwise I would have gone for the flamethrower. Yeah, Dude, have it shipped to me. I would have tested it out for you <laughs> until uh, I saw you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. This is a really really good show. A lot of fun. Um, let's talk. What's going on in your lives? Personal, professional, brokering, selling opportunities you're looking for. Um, Shane, you're up first. What's going on? Well, we're doing, uh, we got a big year ahead. I mean, 2019, not just in domains. I mean, I think that, I think it's going to be a banner year for anybody that has good domains. You know, it's just great. I mean, they're in, a good name is in such high demand for the first time in a long time. I feel like there's just no hurry. You just, I'll just wait and let you come to me and uh, nothing but positive. And, it, you know, it's not happened overnight, but I'm really looking forward to 2019. I, I'm still doing the Kenyan thing I talked about last time. I'm really looking forward. I really messed up my schedule, though. I am going to be beat. When you see me at NamesCon, I'm flying from Eldoret to Nairobi to London to Chicago to Las Vegas. Dang. Over the course of like 22 hours of flight. So it's going to be brutal. Uh, but I'll have a good time when I get there. But taking my daughter to climb Mount Baker. I'm going. I got into the Berlin Marathon, so I'm going to run the Berlin Marathon. We're going to be uh, we're going to be all over the world this year. It's going to be a hell of a year. So I'm really excited to get this year over with. And not that this year was bad, but it's kind of 2019 is going to be the thing of uh, of stories. I think I'm I'm looking forward to. It. And of course, at DSAD is where you'll read about it, whether you whether you like it or not. I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> You're gonna come through. Uh, you're gonna come through uh, uh, Portugal. I, you know, all honestly, I talked to my wife. We were get, we're gonna be there. It's not gonna be 2019 because I got six trips, but 2020, I'm bringing you're a nice, cute blonde. <laughs> but you're, you're you're gonna fly right over. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fly it over, but I'm gonna stop. I mean, I've always wanted to go to Portugal, yeah. and uh, now I got a couple of people that make it Dude, worthwhile. This is literally the city for you. You would yeah. love this city because it's yeah. just like it's a. First of all, it's like it's a walking city, like like New York, where you just 
you know, you just, if you're able, you just want to walk. You just That's what walk. I love about most of Europe is the bike yeah. lanes are as busy as the uh, car lanes. Yeah. And this is, you know, this thing, it, it's an intense city. It's a hill. Well, you look thinner already. So I can tell something's going, you look thinner. Yeah, you look like you're moving. We're getting no um, comment on that, I guess. <laughs> but um, it's, uh, yeah, great, great spot. Great spot. So when are you going to be in Berlin? September uh, 28th is the race. So the, probably the week before, the week after. I, I always, when it comes to overseas races, I'm not sure whether I slide in, run the race, and enjoy myself or enjoy myself before and then get punished at the race and go home. So <laughs> So the, the coming to Europe, um, you don't have, as long as, especially if you're not coming with children who want to wake up early, um, yeah. <laughs> you don't get it's, it's going back that, that sucks. But coming here, um, you know, it's an overnight flight. As long as you can sleep a little bit, you arrive. Even if you don't sleep, which I have a hard time ever sleeping, you arrive on, uh, you arrive, you know, usually in the uh, early, uh, early afternoon, midday, something like that. And then, you know, you got to kill the afternoon, have a nice dinner, uh, try to stay up as long as you can, um, and uh, go to bed. You wake up the next morning, you feel great. Right. Um, so, you know, I think if you came two days before the race, uh, did your race and then you know you're gonna have a lot better time enjoying the time after the race than you are before yeah that's <laughs> true Germany, man, you know you know you don't you don't eat light there's just no, yeah. <laughs> there's no that's what I'm afraid of. a light meal in Germany it doesn't it doesn't exist and yeah. Berlin man has such great food that um, you know you, you want to do it right yeah. uh, Mark Levine was just in Berlin you should uh, I sent him a bunch of restaurant recommendations and other things Mark told me that uh, the restaurant recommendations were fantastic. Um, Good. Um, Good. Well, he, he's, a, he's a hardcore foodie, so I bet you know you should. Uh, you yeah, know. I'll have to see between what you recommend and what he uh, came up with. It'd be a good yeah. list. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be fun. Two thousand. It's 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 great. I'm going to get a lot of airline miles too. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah. Everybody says that. I don't really know what that means. I mean, I get them and it's not that exciting. They're like, oh, I'm going to get a lot of miles. Like, oh, great, $600. I just spent like $40,000 on travel. Ooh, yeah. 600 bucks. All right, Hobie, what do you have going on? Um, you know, we've got a couple new domains under contract. You know, started marketing. Uh, taste.com is T A S T E.com. We've got clink at clink.com, um, you know, cambridge.com, you know, a few other uh, single word generics. We've got everest.com, one of my favorites. Uh, um, I think I put, a, I put an inquiry on that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a cheap domain. That's a great one, though. No, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, but outside of that, yeah, you know, we were just rock and rolling. We're always looking for new domains broker, but uh, yeah. Nice. Hey, I really like the foodie website mouth.com, mm. but their tagline is give great taste. I don't know <laughs> if they're looking to expand, but I would check yeah. with them just in case they want it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nice. They make great, great gifts uh, seasonally too. I really like. Anyway, uh, Drew, your turn. What's going on? Change the tagline to put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you missed your calling. Why are you in domains? 
Sorry, I make myself laugh. Um, okay. Do <laughs> you guys remember that song in the 90s? Put it in your mouth. <laughs> no, 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 you're alone on that one. No, I didn't get that uh, CD. I missed that. Um, <laughs> those are probably on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. You don't remember that song? He's going to try and find it. You're karaoke it for us. You are going to sing on this episode. Get a C and D letter because they owe royalties for playing Put It in Your Mouth by when Drew was on there. Did you guys hear it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. I do hear the song. It sounds like an R&B song. It sounds like that Spice hold Girl. On, hold on. Here it comes, baby. Here it comes. Ready? <laughs> There's people running right now that are just... <laughs> We got nothing, Drew. I'll, I'll add nothing. that into Jeopardy if I can. It's going to be Googled, though. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a right. sister's little voice song or something? You don't remember that song? I, I'll, have to, I'll have to go to YouTube and look for it. Uh, I'm afraid to type it into Google, I'll be honest with you. Come on. <laughs> I started with song. Song put it in uh, your mouth. Yeah, it's put it in your mouth by uh, Akin. I don't know how to pronounce this. Akin Yili. Akin Yili. Akin Yili. All right, that, I don't know. That wasn't as popular in uh, the Midwest as it was the East Coast, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it wasn't a thing in Florida either. Yeah. That was legitimately like the song of the year in like okay. I don't know ninety five. I, I grew up like twenty minutes away from Drew, and it wasn't <laughs> popular there either. <laughs> it was you limited to a small me. pier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Drew, is that the only thing you have going on in your life? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, what's going on in my life? Well, um, all is well. We are also brokering some phenomenal names. Uh, it uh, December started out a little bit slower than I was hoping for. Um, November, you know, kind of finished slow, started strong, finished slow. I was concerned coming into December. First week was uh, was slow, and um, and now this week, uh, the end of last week, and this week has really kicked into full gear. Uh, things are moving. There's uh, a, a lot of deals uh, to happen. So, yeah, you know, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Um, so hopefully, all this stuff gets across the finish line. But it's looking like a strong end to the year. Uh, that being said, we've got Fund.com. Um, although it looks like that's about to close, um, we've got Bloom.com. Uh, we've got WallStreet.com. We've got background.com. We've got some phenomenal, phenomenal names that are, you know, obvious businesses. So, um, Braden yeah. didn't want to buy Bloom. You couldn't reach a deal with Braden. I told him he just he, he's a, he's too cheap. <laughs> Hi, Braden. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's generous but cheap. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Um, so on my end, I have, uh, we're running a Twitter contest. 
for, uh, we do have several more NamesCon tickets to give away. Um, so we have, I, I know by the time this airs, that, that uh, Twitter contest will be over, um, but we'll do another one afterwards. Shane, remember you uh, had the idea of, um, of at least the domain for the contest on, um, that we ran last time on Domain Sherpa. And we did have a winner. Um, I should have had this. Weren't they guessing the final price of, yeah. They're guessing the final price of. of uh, bracelet.com. Bracelet.com. Yep. And I'm so sorry. I, you know, it's funny in this bit. I should have prepared this and I didn't. Um, I think the final price was what? 54,000, something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. fifty-one. I think it was. 51. It was fifty. It was fifty-one, I believe. And our TLD boss, I think, was the winner. Yep. And I'm I'm frantically going through my email right now, going because so many people I remember them by their email address, not by their real name. So TLD boss won it. Um, he's very excited to be coming to NamesCon now. Um, right. And you if I TLD boss's name. Yeah, uh, except my interwebs are slow, apparently. Oh. Um, I can find what I sent him, but not what I received. Uh, this is TLD Boss is a cool name. That's all you need. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It is all you need. Um, so, so he will be coming, and we'll, I guess next time I will announce, or maybe I'll announce on Twitter with his real name. Oh, wait. No. Wait for it. It's loading. <laughs> Still. Since what I is it? I, the email with his name is loading. Uh -huh. Oh, I thought his name was loaded. I said <laughs> Lex, I guess. No, his name is um, Tapiwa um, Mat Matanhike. You'd just destroy that, probably. Yeah, what up, TLD <laughs> Boss is the winner. Uh -huh. <laughs> We're back to TLD Boss. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, good. That's cool. Yeah. But he's going we'll to come to the show. Day. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and we have, um, I think, three more tickets we're giving away. So um, watch our Twitter feed. We will continue. I think to, two more. We're doing one right now for Power Grid, and um, for what the what the final bid is on Power Grid, yep. and then we'll do something else that's not um, the same. Um, okay. So. We're just having fun with it, exploring different options. And I am so putting together a Domain Sherpa Jeopardy. Who do you guys want on it? <laughs> and uh, dear Sherpa Network, uh, comment below who you want on Jeopardy. Three contestants. Um, uh, Evanson. You know, no, Larry would kill. I just, I'm just, i just guessing that Larry's yeah. got a whole giant brain full of information. Okay. <laughs> Drew and I, maybe not, not so, so much. much. <laughs> nah, no. <laughs> We might. I think we would take him in like a uh, free throw shooting contest, though. Yeah. <laughs> Harder to film. Dunk on him. <laughs> Harder to film. But more fun. I guarantee. I'm, like a, I'm more of a Harlem Globetrotters trick shot type of guy myself. <laughs> he's, a pig, he's a pig winner. A horse. No, we call exactly. it horse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This was. This was um, a super fun show. Um, Hobie, this was a great, great introduction. Um, and I can't wait to have you back on. Thanks. No, for I look forward to it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, thanks for joining in on these shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> Sherpa Network, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Take care.